Billy Buttery, and this is Food is Culture, a podcast. On today's staple episode, I'm talking about the four most important ingredients to have on hand to bake almost anything, butter, sugar, flour, and eggs. It gives my son such excitement when he points to some dessert or treat on a show or book and asks if we can make that, and I reply, sure, I think we have all the ingredients. Baking was my foyer into the kitchen. I started baking pretty regularly when I was a teen, and my first class at George Brown Culinary School was Baking Arts 101. I love to bake. Although I don't bake as much as I used to, it's still time I cherish. Do I dare say I would even count it as self-care? I love prepping all the ingredients, putting on a podcast, pouring myself a glass of wine or making a tea, and settling in for a long night. Oh, I also prefer to bake at night. I'm not sure why that started. But now with the kids, it's really the only way to focus on the task at hand without little fingers poking and prodding. So, things I always have on hand. Butter, sugar, flour, eggs. Butter. I almost always have two types of butter on hand, and if it's the holidays, three. Unsalted for baking, salted for everyday use, and during the holidays when I'm going through pounds to cover a turkey or saute onions for stuffing, I have a more economical salted butter. A couple years ago, a friend had asked if I tried a certain brand of butter, and I hadn't. But I had just read an article about how butter was being a bit more cheaply made and therefore melted quicker because there was less fat. I had noticed that. The butter seemed thinner. So I marched to Cumbrae's, a local butcher shop that sells some grocery items, some like wonderful high-end butter, and purchased some. Right away, my husband and I could tell the difference. We also occasionally use Nigella Lawson's method of the double butter on toast. What's the double butter? Well, right out of the toaster oven, you butter the toast. Then, once all that has melted in, right before you eat or serve it, you butter it again. It's divine. Please try it. Sugar. I always have multiple types of sugar on hand at any given time. Granular, of course, an everyday baking and kitchen staple. Icing or confectioner sugar, a must for making frosting. And if you're baking regularly, that probably includes items that need a little frosting here and there. And brown. I love the combo of using both white granular and brown. I like the crust it makes on the baked items. And for brown sugar in cookie dough, it's really the only way to get super chewy cookies. Other notable mentions would be coarse sugar for cookie toppings and maple flaked sugar for on top of oatmeal porridge or parfaits. Flour. Hello, of course, if you use your kitchen, you have flour on hand. Of course, there are oodles of types of flour and flour alternatives. On hand, I always have all-purpose, usually a bag of cake and pastry, whole wheat flour, and usually a small bag of double zero in the back of a cupboard somewhere, and of course, almond flour. So maybe I save that for another episode. But if you're curious, I buy the largest bag of all-purpose flour the store has on hand because I go through it. Early pandemic, when flour was scarce, I managed to get a hold of a 20-kilo bag of flour from a restaurant supply source. I've since had to purchase more. (laughs) Eggs, always large. Did you know that most baking recipes call for large eggs? A large egg weighs about 50 grams. Why is that important? Well, baking is a science, and how much egg is in a recipe counts. So if you regularly purchase extra large or jumbo eggs and a recipe calls for a couple eggs, you may want to do some quick math and see if you need to put in all the eggs that the recipe calls for. It will change the texture, rise, and taste of your creation. It's really amazing when you think about how many different baked items you can make with just these four ingredients in varying amounts. Of course, there's baking soda, baking powder, cocoa powder, milk, and salt that also goes into most baked treats. But I think it's safe to say without butter, sugar, flour, and eggs, you wouldn't be able to bake nearly anything in the average dessert section of your cookbook. I wonder if there's a shorthand for these four ingredients, sort of like a mere poire sofrito. What would we call it? Quattro polare? The quad? The baking arts four. Either way, staples together or apart. I hope you enjoyed this little staple episode. I'm excited for next week's guest, a little peek into what we're talking about. Hi, Manjato Bene. 
have you listened to episode one with Troy Gonzalez? I learned so much about Troy and Guyana in that episode. Troy's a friend and does these great LinkedIn live interviews, and he interviewed me. So if you want to switch it up and see me, not only hear me, check out the video on Troy's LinkedIn. I'll link it in the show notes. As always, if you're craving more, I would love to have you over on Instagram. I share recipes, food pictures, and the odd IG story. Is there a food question you've always wanted to ask or maybe a suggestion for someone I should interview? Leave a review and let me know. And don't forget to follow and rate this show. Cheers. Cheers.